Welcome to the PathStream podcast. At PathStream, our mission is to prepare students of all ages for high-demand digital skills careers. And in this podcast, we talk to real-world professionals who are working in those high-demand jobs right now to learn about how they got started. We also talk to students who have successfully gone through our programs, we learn more about the humans behind PathStream, and we chat with other leaders in online learning and the future of work to see where this industry is headed. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the PathStream Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm on the learning design team here at PathStream, and I'm one of your hosts. Hi, everyone. I am Shade from the marketing team at PathStream, and I will also be your host today. And today we are stoked because we have the opportunity to highlight Hangari Drogo, a PathStream graduate from our Tableau Data Analytics Certificate, who has experienced successfully navigating a pretty significant career transition. Hangar, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you guys so much. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we we can't wait. We've heard a little bit of your of your story, and we're we're very excited that you're going to get the opportunity to share it with our listeners. So, I'm just wondering, first and foremost, um, can you just take a moment to introduce yourself in your own words and kind of tell us about what you're passionate about? Absolutely, yes. Um, so, yeah, my name is Hangar Drogo. Um, I'm originally from Venezuela, born born and raised. Um, I moved to the U.S. a few years ago, like four years ago. Um, and so I have a background, like professionally speaking, I have a background in engineering. I, that's my, my major. Um, I graduated, um, and specialized in oil and gas. So my professional career was very focused on the oil industry. Um, and I worked for the oil industry for about three years. Um, and on a personal level, I'm passionate about, you know, just enjoying simple things in life going out for a walk, going running, going to the gym. Rollerblading is a big passion of mine too. Um, and but also, of course, professionally speaking, analytics in the world of analytics has become a passion of mine now. Yeah, and we're a little bit later, we're going to learn uh, more about that transition from going from something in an engineering background to then shifting and transitioning to data analytics. And not only that, but also shifting and transitioning from living in Venezuela to then moving to the United States. And so a lot of, a lot of times we talk to students who are going through one big transition in their life as far as their career, but we don't always get an opportunity to talk to somebody who's going through multiple transitions and having to navigate that. So, so really looking forward to hearing more about that in just a little bit. But uh, before, we, before we go into that, I'll, I'll pass it back to uh, Shade. Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing we're really curious to know about is your journey to PathStream. You know, like how did you um, how did you reach the conclusion about like data analytics and, and why PathStream? Sure. Um, so data analytics has, um, was never new to me because coming from an engineering background, you get to experience a lot of um, the foundation of data analytics, statistics, mathematics. So um, it was not a new thing to me. Um, during COVID, I well, when I first moved here, I um, I wasn't able to, you know, look for professional jobs for different reasons. So um, I did a lot of different stuff that were not non-technical. Um, worked for restaurants. Um, I ended up working for retail. That's what I did for the last two years. Um, and during COVID, um, you know, 
my my mind changed a lot and i i was like wondering what should i do next for my professional career should i because i'm an engineer so i i really wanted to i really want to um push myself to new boundaries when it comes to my professional career so i was doing some research and i definitely wanted to expand my skills and hone some skills that i already have uh, when it comes to analytics and i had a few options um here in new york um, and Pat Stream was one of them. Um, I think that what I liked most about Pat Stream, what was very interesting, was the fact that it um, combined the technical aspects of analytics with the foundation, um, the f- foundational aspects to it too. Because before jumping to like work with tools like Tableau or like SQL, I really wanted to get a really good grasp of analytics because even though I'm not new to this world, I really wanted to brush it up a little bit and go through all the foundational um, aspects to it uh, from, from the get go. Right. So it was like a perfect like introduction, but also like developing the foundation so that you can actually apply for a data analytics job. That's amazing. Yeah. Because some other um, um, options that I saw were very technical were more like boot camps Mm. where you where you can specialize in using specific tool, but then how are you gonna use this tool if you don't know the foundations of analytics? So it was very interesting to me that it was very um, balanced, the the syllabus of uh, pastoring. Right, and like, you know, you just said something about like, I think you just said project, like how do you know what to, how to use a tool? You've never exactly. actually used it, but like, can you talk a bit more about your exposure? Like, were you exposed to a lot of our tools during the, our programs and like what was that like i was um i actually learned a lot about um two tools that i had never used in the past um tableau and um sql but before jumping into um you know the details of um how to handle these tools i was able to understand on the first module of um of the program um it was all about business analytics and how um, can you spot a problem and how can you tackle the problem and uh, what are the available tools that you can use to um, to solve a problem? So it was very interesting and um, uh, eye-opening for me um, mm-hmm. to start from the from the, from scratch. Like, how do you what do you what do you have? Like, what's the problem? What's the issue? What's the project? And then how can you apply the knowledge that you're gonna get later on by using these tools? I really, really like that. I think that that is something that I'm sure is inspiring a lot of people right now coming out of COVID too, like realizing that you can, uh, A, transition, but also learn something that you've never learned before um, through one of our programs and then actually get that experience. And then a story like yours, where it's like this, you transitioned fully, you have a career now in that, um, truly inspiring. Like, I just had to say that. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, it was also the the the, the fact that they were offering some uh, career counseling to like uh, coaches that were dedicated to work with you and see, um, you know, have a look on your resume and your LinkedIn profile and see after you're done with the program, what can you do to, you know, um, make the, your profile better so you can be more, you know, um, interesting for employers. Yeah, Angie, um, who is our Tableau instructor, mentioned that you were one of of her all star students, and oh so yeah, yeah, I love Angie. <laughs> she was the best. <laughs> so, so yeah, she is the best. 
Um, but so I'm wondering because you know you you were able to to do so well in these courses. Like what what helped you succeed in these courses? Like what if if imagine there are maybe. Um, other online students out there who are listening, who are maybe like encountering some obstacles with their courses or struggling a little bit, like how were you able to um, maximize the opportunity that you had in the course and, and what advice would you give to them? I think um, one of the things that made me um, really um, committed was my the eagerness to succeed. Like I really wanted to go back to my professional career and I saw this as an opportunity for me to, you know, get new skills and be more, more as I said before, more interesting for employers. Uh, being able to reconnect with my background, my engineering background, and I, I saw this program as the perfect opportunity for me to do so. So I would say that um, as a piece of, of, of advice for um, other people out there, that if you feel like you are stuck. If you feel like you need to um, to change, just do it. Like there's there's no second guessing. There's no um, um, there's no perfect time. The time is now. So that that was my 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 main thing when I decided to go for the program was um, I need to commit to it because it's not only about the money that you pay for the program because yeah you need to um, you have a um, there's a quote that you need to pay but also um, you need to to commit, you need to uh, spend time and you need to fully commit to the, to the cause so you can succeed. Yeah, I think that's, that's, it sounds simple, but it can be really difficult for folks. But if you can get to that place internally um, where you're able to commit 100%, yeah, I think to your point, it can be really, really powerful. Um, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm also loving what I'm hearing where, how you're saying, because I guess when we started this interview, I was thinking of you and I was thinking, well, here's this guy and he was he has an engineering background and then he had to kind of do something completely different and make this big switch to data analytics while also, you know, navigating, you know, living in a new country. And it sounds to me like you're saying, you know, that you are able actually to take a lot of what you learned from your previous career in engineering and then just put stuff onto it to enhance your data analytics career. So am I understanding that correctly? Like, are yes. you, did you sort of see it as more of a like unified process? Yes. Um, as a matter of fact, I, um, the last two years in my professional career, I worked um, as a planning engineer. So a lot of the things that I um, was experiencing in the business part of the program um, was really connected to, to my professional background saying like, um, working with uh, spreadsheets like Excel um, and working with data sets. That's something that I have done in the past. So it was really interesting to be able to go back to it, uh, but in a way where, you know, I was really interested in getting new tools and um, acquiring new, new skills. So yeah, it was definitely like a, a combination of many things because I was able to connect my my background with the program and with um, also what I wanted to do in the future. I think that's yeah, that's that's great because we you know we hear this all the time um, from uh, people who are hiring is that they really like love it when candidates can tell that story about like 
why them? Why now? How is their background maybe feed into, you know, the goal that they're pursuing in the present moment? And so I, I love how you were able to do that. Um, and even if, you know, people are out there listening who they don't have an engineering background, like they do have some professional background and there's a way to apply that to, you know, what they're trying to, the field that they're currently trying to get a job in. Um, I'm wondering like, what else was that process like for you when you were done with the, the program itself, the data analytics program, and you were trying to then get a job in data analytics, like how did you navigate that sort of like career transition or that career search? It was very interesting. Um, also being helped by Angie, she was like a brilliant, she was an amazing coach. And we went, we went through all of the things that she considered was important for us to work on. Um, as I said before, my resume, she was able to spot some things that were not completely um, on place and some things that we she wanted me to work on in terms of verbiage because she wanted me, she wanted to rebrand um, my professional career as, um, you know, combine my engineering background with my retail experience, because that's what I've been doing for the past two years. And then um, combine these two things with the program. So it was really interesting and challenging for both of us to kind of explore the options and see uh, what was the best way to, um, sell myself out there as a data and um data analyst um so yeah it was it was very um very helpful to the process and i know you kind of already touched on this um when it comes to taking that professional risk and like switching careers like you had mentioned that the perfect time is now like there is no perfect time you just kind of have to do it but what else would you say to somebody that was currently considering trying to switch their career, like um, whether it's things to consider or things that helped you make that switch or things to look out for, um, whatever you want to add. Yeah, of course. Um, I don't think it's something that's going to come out of the blue. You need to look within yourself and see what you're capable of doing, see what your limitations are, what your background is, what you like, what you, how do you see yourself um, in a few years? So based on that, you can make better decisions um, as far as your professional uh, career going forward. So um, for instance, I wouldn't pick like, um, I don't know, um, design or like uh, fashion design, for instance, because that's something that's not um, in, my, in my mind, something I would do uh, for a professional career. So um, it depends on also, yeah, a lot of your background and what you want to do in the future. And okay, so speaking of fashion, um, can you tell us what it's like to work in the fashion industry? Of course, yeah, it's, it's been, I mean, going from working with uh, petroleum, the oil industry, and then um, switching to the retail, but not only retail, but fashion retail, it was like a big change for me. But changes have always been present in my life. I, I've been, I mean, my... Um, I've experienced a lot of changes since I decided to move to this um, country uh, in terms of, um, you know, career, uh, personal matters. Um, so change for me has been consistent in my life. Um, so it's been really, um, 
I keep saying interesting, but <laughs> it's been, um, yeah, it's been a different experience. Uh, I've been able to, um, to explore a side to me that I wasn't um, necessarily um, looking into before. Mm-hmm. It's really um, um, eye-opening to see that there's a lot of talent and a lot of skills that I, I have that I didn't see before. So, because um, mm-hmm. to be like a sales professional for um, fashion retail, you need to have a lot of talent when it comes to sell, like selling. Um, and I didn't see myself before selling anything. Uh, but once you are in that situation, you can like, okay, I'm an engineer, but I also have a lot of talent um, in different areas. So how can I pull it up and, uh, you know, make it work in a different um, industry? Mm-hmm. So that's basically what I did. And it was, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. Yeah, it's funny. Um, my whole family is a bunch of engineers, like my brother, my dad, my cousin. And then there's like, and then I just love fashion. So like, it's funny that you're, you're telling me about the differences, um, but yet the similarities that can be found with, within two different industries and how you can kind of look within yourself. And um, what, what would you say was like something that surprised you? moving from the engineering industry into the fashion I mean, retail, I guess. Yeah. You are exposed to a lot of um, celebrities, if you will. And yeah. um, this world where, you know, a piece of fabric is so, so important mm-hmm. where in my past it was um, 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 the oil itself. So <laughs> that change was like, now I, before I was like um, doing charts and, um, and dashboards for oil. And now I'm like, um, trying to sell a piece of, of fabric or a garment. Um, so that change is um, always kind of funny to me. But um, as I said before, I was able to adjust to the situation uh, very well. And I, I, I had a, su- a successful career within the sales um, department in high fashion retail. That's awesome. Yeah. Sorry, Anthony, I know you probably have a question, but like, <laughs> I always think of when I hear like a fashion industry job, I just think yeah. of the devil wears Prada. Yeah. Have you guys have seen that? <laughs> but yeah. It just comes to mind. And I'm just like, oh, the dream. That's like every girl's well, my dream anyway. But yeah, I'm really see cool. a lot of that there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna I was just gonna say, I was curious, you know, as you were you were talking, you're kind of like, um, communicating this relationship you have with change, like change itself. And, you know, a lot of people, I think a lot of our students, they can be uncomfortable with change, even though we all know that, you know, it's an inevitable part of life. And I'm just wondering, like, how did you develop a relationship with change or transition in your own life where you felt like you got to a healthy place with it or a place where you could thrive in that state? Um, yeah, I think in order for us to be able to change, we need to think out of, out, outside of the box and um, we need to be um, ready to, you know, switch things around. Um, I think COVID hit all of us in different ways and myself personally, because I, I had just started this new job as a sales professional and then because of COVID, I was furloughed. So I was in this pause and um, it wasn't a great time for me. It was dark times for all of us, um, I believe. But for me, it was a moment where I had to take a seat and you know, think of my future. 
um, this is really what I want to do, or I really want to go back to, you know, pursuing something that's more in line with my professional background. So that's when it wasn't easy. It wasn't an easy decision and it didn't happen over time, but um, it was definitely something that um, I had to think a lot. And that's when I decided to, you know, like, it's about time for me to go back to my professional career and let's just um, see what's out, out there as far as options for me to like enroll in a program. And that's how I found Pathstream. So I think that, as you said, change is a constant in life and we need to be able to adjust to changes because otherwise we're, we're not going to thrive. We're not going to succeed. I couldn't agree more. It just kind of reminds me of this quote my dad said, which is basically what you're saying. It's like the only constant thing in life is change, you yeah. know, like kind of thing. And it's it's true. And I think definitely COVID has taught all of us that mm-hmm. change is real and like you can't, there's only so much you can control. So yeah, I think people are that. more fearless now when it comes to making decisions for their lives because they're like, what if something like COVID happens again? Like, what are we going to do? The time is now. We need to do it. Yeah, you're bringing up really super interesting points that I think are going to be very relevant for, you know, a lot of folks out there who are listening. And um, just thanks again for for your time and sharing your experience. Um, we loved having you on. And, and we, we have a little bit of a tradition here on the podcast where we always like to end these interviews with kind of a burst of positivity or optimism, if you will. So um, just wondering what the nicest thing is that someone's ever done for you. Oh, <laughs> I I wouldn't say a thing, but I feel that in um, in my personal journey, both personally and professionally, I've been blessed enough to be surrounded by people that have always um, pushed me to you know to get the best of me and to um, um, and to be the best version of myself that I can be. So. Um, I would say that, um, as I said before, like my journey hasn't been easy. Um, and I know we, all of us go through different experiences in life that make us be stronger and wiser in life. But from someone who is um, an immigrant and also that has experienced a lot of changes within his professional career and also personal life, I think that um, we definitely need to um take the risk and make a change for our lives. If we feel that we're stuck, if we feel, if we don't feel happy enough, um, as I said, the moment is now. We need to take the risk and make those changes happen in our lives in order to be happier and to succeed, no matter what, no matter if it is professionally or personally. I mean, when you say that, like I remember when you were, like you, you, you said a word like fearless a, yeah. a couple minutes ago, you know? And I just think that like that is, that's what it does take to make that change. And like, even the way you speak about the changes that you went through, there's like this fearless, you know, um, attitude that that comes out that you can tell that you've obviously faced a lot, but all those things made you fearless, you know, cause you had to like walk through the challenges and whatnot. Yes. So definitely a good reminder there. Yeah. And, and did you, was it, coming you know mostly from within yourself or did you also have a support structure in place where you had people um in your community or relationships where they were also encouraging you to take those risks yes even at work like um when i tell every everybody my story about how i went from being an engineer to work um 
at a restaurant and they sometimes are shocked. They're like, oh, I didn't know that you were this or you could do that. Um, and yeah, I've always been surrounded, as I said before, by people that um, ha have supported me in um, different different ways. And I, I really appreciative of that. Um, I think that's really important for someone who wants to succeed and who wants to do better and better in life to have that um, support system and their friends and their family. And I've been lucky enough to have all these people around me that always um, push me to new boundaries. But uh, to your question, to your point, yeah, it, it, ha it has to come for you, from yourself. It has to come from within yourself first. Because if you don't, um, don't want to experience change in your life, if you don't want to if you want to stay where you are, um, no matter how um, how many people support you, but you're not going to get there. It has to come from yourself, from within yourself. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you once again for taking the time. Um, loved hearing your story. And yeah, I think you're going to inspire a lot of people to also take that risk like you're talking about. So, Hanger, once again, yeah, thank you so much for joining us thank on the podcast so much. today. It was my pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you'd like to learn more about PathStream, please visit pathstream.com or follow us on social media. And if you think you might be interested in starting a PathStream course, visit pathstream.com slash programs. That's P-A-T-H-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash programs. Until we talk to you again, happy learning.